Renegade Capital Podcast is proud to partner with Progressive Pocket, as together we tackle how we can build the world we want through our daily money decisions. Join Renegade Capital to learn what tools and resources are available to finance a world in which no one is left out. Listen today on your favorite streaming service. Welcome to Progressive Pockets. I go by Gigi. That's short for Gennett Gimja. And I'm your host as we explore the topic of how we can align our values, our beliefs, our desires for the type of world we'd like to help create and what we're doing with our money on a daily basis. So maybe you're considering getting into some socially responsible investing, some impact investing, some ESG investing. These are a bunch of terms that by and large all mean that you're trying to consider more than just the profit of your investments, whether you're investing in companies that are working according to your values. And there are lots of ways you can do this. You can do it yourself. You can work with a financial advisor. You can pick index funds, ETFs that are put together according to certain values. For example, there are lots of green index funds with a climate focus if you want something easy and accessible. But what are the pros and cons of adding an impact lens to your investments? Let's go through them. So let's start with the cons. Let's start with the bad news. The first con is that you're going to have to pick some values to focus on. So we can't just decide, all right, I want investments that are societally good. What does that even mean? What does good even mean? And is your definition of good and my definition of good the same? You're going to want to be more specific. There are also some values where the data is more available than others. For example, if you're concerned about the environment and climate change, it is easier to find investments that have been screened for that compared to, say, racial or gender equity. Not that you can't find those investments, just it isn't quite as easy. The second con, you'll have to pause and do some research. So if you're looking for socially responsible index funds, for example, you'll have to do a little bit of digging. The big investing firms have them nowadays. They are available. You'll want to see what's available and what criteria they use to exclude some investments, to include others. You're also going to want to look at the fees and decide if you're okay with it. If you're someone that prefers to work with a financial advisor, you'll need to do a little more research to make sure that you're finding an advisor that works with investors that have their values in mind. There are more and more advisors who are advertising this skill, so it's definitely possible, but it it is going to require a little bit more research on your end. If you are looking for a new financial advisor that's fee-based and will work according to your values, I was recently looking at a website called valuesadvisor.org, which looked pretty fantastic. So uh, if you want to email me, I can tell you a little bit more about what I found on that website. So those are the two cons so far, having to pick some values to focus on and then having to do some research. Here's the third con. The third con of adding an impact lens to your investment investing is that you are going to be disappointed. 
you probably aren't going to find investments that are 100% aligned with your values. There aren't really perfect investments out there, perfect in the sense of being 100% completely harmless to society. That just isn't how our, our stock market is set up. It isn't how our modern economy works. If you find a company that lines up with your values in terms of, you know, gender equity, you might find a part of the value chain where they don't really meet the standards that you want. Or maybe they do. Maybe when it comes to gender equity, you are completely on board with how they're doing things. But then you don't really like their climate impact. It's going to happen. So the third con is really that you might be disappointed. Um, You could also be disappointed with the limited number of metrics that they're publishing. You don't feel like you're getting a full enough sense of their impact according to whatever values you have prioritized. It's disappointing. Um, You know, it isn't going to be even close to perfect. It isn't even going to be great. It's probably just going to be better. And here's the fourth con. You might pay fees that are higher than for traditional investments. So the expense ratios are higher for managed portfolios in general. And for the index funds and the ETFs and other managed portfolios that are labeled as socially responsible, they're probably going to have an even higher expense ratio. And that kind of makes sense, right? They're actively managing the portfolio to include some stocks, exclude some stocks according to how they're measuring up um, on some kind of uh, socially responsible value metric or maybe their ESG ratings. And that's in addition to the typical monitoring of their financial performance. So there's extra management that's required and there's an additional expense ratio. But, you know, there are still several investment options with expense ratios that are still pretty low. So those are the four trade-offs or the four cons when you think about adding an impact lens to your investing. But a trade-off that you'll notice I didn't mention, and you probably won't really experience in a noticeable way, is that the returns are going to be any lower than your traditional investments. Time and time again, the research has indicated that socially responsible investments perform just as well as other traditional investments. And specifically for investments with really strong ESG ratings, they tend to perform better than standard investments. If you've been listening to the show for a long time, you already knew that. You can go back to episode 76 for a refresher. That episode was called The Surprising Truth About What ESG Investing Actually Means. So now let's get to the good stuff. Let's talk about the pros of socially responsible investing. So the first pro is that our money will be working in alignment with our votes, our activism, other work that we're doing to create the type of world that we want to live in. So we're adding to the positive impact that we're having on the world. The second pro is that our money will be registered as interest. I don't mean like financial interest. I mean as political interest. So the more of us that buy these types of products, the more of us that buy these index funds that have a value lens to them, the more of us that are looking for financial planners that will take our values into consideration, 
the more the industry wakes up and realizes we're serious about trying to make some impact. The third pro is that you might sleep a little bit better at night. I think, at least for me, the only thing more stressful than laying in bed at night and thinking about all the problems in our world is feeling like I'm complicit in those systems, that I'm not doing anything at all. But you know what feels good is to look a problem in the eye and to say, I'm doing what I can. Doesn't that sound good? I mean, it feels good to me just even saying that. Doing what we can feels good. And another thing, I think that reducing the cognitive dissonance between what we say we believe and then what we actually do, I think that's also going to lead to greater inner peace. So that's the third pro of adding a value lens to our, our investing. So those are the pros and cons of socially responsible investing. To recap, we talked about four cons. The first one is that we have to do the work to choose what our values are. The second con is that we have to do our research. The third con is that uh, the investments that are available are probably not 100% our values or maybe not even 75%. Maybe it's just better than the investments we have now. Um, And then fourth, the fees might be higher, which will eat into our returns. And then the three pros. The first one is that our investments will be in greater alignment with our other world-building work. Second, I think that we will be creating the demand for the type of products we want to be available. And third, you might feel more at peace with your money. I'm going to include a link to a Forbes article that inspired today's episode. In it, you're going to find some of today's discussion. But really what I wanted to tell you about is a pro that they listed that really surprised me. So the writer was Kate Ashford, and she suggests that if we put our money into ESG investments, we're more likely to stick with our investments even when the markets are turbulent. I don't know. That one just really didn't resonate with me. What about you? Let me know. I'll leave a link to the piece. Uh, You can also drop me an email anytime. The show's email address is progressivepockets at gmail.com. You can listen to the huge backlog of over 100 episodes at progressivepockets.com. If you want to help the show, there is a way that you can do that for free. You can simply share the episode or another one with someone who you think will enjoy it. I hope you have a great rest of the day. Here is the quote for today. Action is the antidote to despair. That quote is from Joan Baez. Let's talk again soon.